Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or just so happen to find this recording, and welcome to the Marvel Men Podcast, a show where a bunch of us nerds talk all things related to the MCU 24-7-365. I'm, I'm Tommy DeVito, joined by my co-host, Alex DiCarlo. Whoa, 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 what's up? How are y'all doing today? And Zach Banicello. Well, what's up? How are we doing today? <laughs> I'm good, guys. <laughs> Well, first off, so today is going to be sort of like a double whammy episode because we are, half of this, we are covering a bunch of news that's come out in the real world. And then we're going to be doing our review for C- for Secret Invasion, Season 1, Episode 4, Beloved. So I guess we're going to start with yes. the news. So first off- Wait, 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 wait. Also, wait, Tommy. Yeah. Did you say, did you say double whammy? Wait, what does this have to do with Press Your Luck? What? Press your luck. The whammy. Uh, I'm completely dropping the ball on that. I have no clue what you're talking it's about. Game, it's basically a game it's... show from the 1980s. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I've actually yeah. never seen that. Anyways. No, <laughs> anyways, I got, got a lot of topic there. But anyways, okay, so um, there's good news, the news and there's some we? bad news. What should we do first? Uh, I'll tell you what. Why don't we flip a coin? Okay. Tell you what. Heads, good news. Tails, bad news. Okay. Anybody have a coin? Actually, I actually do. Let's see. Okay. Let's see here. And heads. Good news. Okay. So we got some good news. First off, we got our first look at Deadpool 3, courtesy of Ryan Reynolds via his Instagram. It shows him in his new Deadpool suit. And Hugh Jackman finally in the comic accurate Wolverine suit, the yellow suit. We finally have it. Yeah. And we got some set photos too of Deadpool and Wolverine fighting. We fucking got it. Yeah, finally we finally got, the- got the yellow suit. I mean, yes, and that some- really reminds me of the 90s X-Men animated series. I'm like, what the fuck? It looks just like it. The only difference is that this has sleeves. It's also the reason why it has sleeves in this scene. Actually, a lot of people don't know this. Hugh Jackman has a very rare form of skin cancer. I, I don't know what the type is, but I know like people have skin cancer. Like one in 30 have it, and he has this rare form of it. I don't remember the name of it though. And they filmed like the scenes we got the set photos from from they're filming at a quarry. So you can only imagine two and two together while they put sleeves on so, so he wouldn't get contaminated by the minerals of the quarry floating in the air and touching his skin because he has this rare form of cancer. Oh uh, yes, but also so that's why they put the sleeves on. Honestly, yeah, I think the thing works. But, but also, actually, <clears throat> but wait, there's more. As you can see within uh, the Deadpool 3 set photos, there's a Destroy 20th Century Fox logo. I actually didn't what? see that. What? I saw Yeah, that. I shit you not. I shit you oh not. Oh my God. Yeah, there's a whole theory. Go- oh, that explains why people are thinking this is Deadpool kills the, the Fox universe. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I know Ryan Reynolds said he pitched that before like Deadpool 3 started. He said he pitched that as an idea. But like, because like we see like Wolverine fighting Deadpool, we see him like stabbing Deadpool with his claws. Yeah, I mean, as soon as as soon as I saw that on the internet, and I I knew I was just like, what the fuck? De- oh my god. If this well, happens, you know, yeah. if it this ain't Deadpool within if this is gonna happen, I'm thinking, holy shit. Plus, here's the other big thing. 
we got Jennifer Gardner coming back as Electra. Yes. In Daredevil Warning, and I forgot about that. No, she's going to be in Deadpool oh. 3. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, Deadpool 3, my bad. I mean, there's also theories that we're going to see. I'm forgetting her name. Whoever played Jean Grey at the beginning, not Sophie Turner. Like, Bonnie Jensen? Yeah, there's a rumor that she's going to be back. And apparently there's a rumor she's going to fight Wanda. I'm like, he, take that with a grain of salt. But, like, the only thing that Hugh Jackman, like, the Wolverine series is missing is the helmet. Which, honestly, I don't mind if he has it or not. But it would be cool if he has it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think, Zach? I think that Deadpool 3. Oh, I can't, can't wait for that movie. I agree. But, of course, even though it was moved out to come six months early... They've had to shut down production, which I guess would be a good segue to the bad news. Yeah, actually. Oh, but also uh, just one thing <laughs> before we get to the Wolverine. Actually, before we get to that, I just want to mention one thing about the Wolverine suit. Also, like they said, the reason why they never gave Hugh like the comic accurate suit is because they can never find a color yellow or a shade of yellow that didn't look stupid. I think that the shade of yellow they went with, like the dirty yellow that looks a little worn, perfect. Yep. And also, boyfriend. speaking of the X-Men... Ms. Marvel star, like Ms. Marvel herself, Iman Vellani, is co-writing the Ms. Marvel, a new comic run in, in for Ms. Marvel in the comics. Because if you don't know what's happening in the comics, Ms. Marvel died in an issue like that came out about a month or two ago. So she's coming back to life as a mutant and joining the X-Men because she's now a mutant. So this is to coincide. No. There's like her in her new suit that has like the X-Men colors of like the yellow and the black. So basically saying like they're coinciding with her MCU counterpart. And apparently there's rumors that she's going to have like the, the light powers in the comics now. Mm-hmm. Coincide. I don't know if that's how true that is, but basically it was confirmed. Iman is help is co-writing this. So I think that's genius. Cause she knows the character, like besides Stan Lee, which he's no longer with us. May he rest in peace. Yes. Rest like, in power. Knows- good Stan. Besides like Kevin Feige, she knows the character better than anyone. She is the character. Like, I remember, even though I didn't like oh, yeah. Marvel as much as I wanted to, I just remember thinking, never doubting in my mind, this girl was meant to play Kamala Khan. She is perfect in the role. It felt like the Kamala Khan I read in the comics, the one that I played in the Avengers game. Like, it, like, it felt like Kamala. And I'm glad she's getting this opportunity to actually feel oh, yeah. as the character as well. But, uh, guys... Actually, just like, one more thing I want to mention. You know how you saw the 20th oh, Century Fox logo on the Deadpool 3 photos? Oh, yes. What if Deadpool mm-hmm. talks to Kevin? Like, she holds it. Oh, did. my God. Ima- imagine, imagine, the, imagine Deadpool 3 pulling a She-Hulk ending, but better. That would be, I swear to God, if that happens, I'm going to That would be so fucking funny. Yeah. But, uh, unfortunately, we're yeah. afraid we've got some bad news. Yep, let's just rip the band-aid right off. Yeah, just let's just rip the band-aid off before uh before 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 it hurts even more. Anyways, um so this just in <clears throat> the- I can't believe we're saying this, but as of right now, it is currently July 16th, 2023, and the actors have gone on strike. Yep, the actors have been on strike. Yeah, currently it's July. 16th, right now, Sunday. So as of right now, yeah, the actors have gone on strike. Deadpool 3 has shut down production. Like, a lot of stuff has shut down production now. Like, like yeah. some, And it's rumor, and apparently Deadline is reporting this could be going out, going for, like, another three to six months. 
Oh, okay. both the yeah. actors and the writers. And apparently, also according to Deadline, the the studios in Hollywood because Hollywood is shut down now. Nothing's being made. So, because I you know like some productions like Deadpool three were continuing without writers, and now everything has to shut down. But, but basically, Hollywood's plan, according to Deadline, is to wait a few months for these writers to run out of money and come crawling back to them and take what because they have no option. Yeah, that is their plan to just wait until they run out of money. What? I mean, I see where they're coming from because, yeah, you can only strike for so long before finding another job or just come crawling back and saying, fuck it, I need the money. But yeah, like the actors, because the main thing is that the, the actors and the writers are striking for is streaming. They don't get paid nearly as much as they do during TV. No. Like TV and when it first comes out, like they don't get paid as much. Wow. I... You don't have to disclose the numbers. So it's, it, it's like a whole shit show down there. So essentially, yeah, everything shut down in Hollywood. Yeah. Writers were on, have been on strike since like May or April. I don't remember. May, May 2nd. Oh, uh, May 2nd. Thank you. Yes. Since May. Thank you, Zach. You're welcome. They've been on strike since May. Now it's July, and the actors are on strike now. Everybody's on strike. Basically, the Hollywood is at a Hollywood is at a standstill right now. And what's even worse, and it's becoming a dumpster fire as we speak. Yeah, and also, like the only actors that are that are still working are Broadway actors because that's live theater, which isn't which is different from SAG, which SAG stands for Screen Actors Guild. If those of you don't know. And what's even worse right now is that Marvel Studios are reportedly not looking for any actors to play the Fantastic Four as of right now. Because yeah, they knows. are in full support of the Writers and Screen Actors Guild right now. Even Kevin Feige is saying, we yeah. hope an agreement can be reached soon. Which basically saying, like, I understand, like, yeah, he would have to go to his boss, which is Bob Bob Iger. Which also, by the way, some news about Bob Iger. He has extended his contract to remain as CEO of Disney till 2026. And he's also announced that he's cutting back on the production of Star Wars content and Marvel content. Oh, boy. Apparently, according to him, what's been killing what killed Phase 4 was too many MCU shows, which, okay, I can sort of understand that. Because, like, if you didn't watch, say, like, if you didn't cave and put and watch WandaVision or something like that on Disney+, Plus, you go into Multiverse of Madness having no clue what the fuck is going on. L- l- like, okay, where did this suit, how did Wanda get, suddenly get more powerful? What is this book she's reading? Where did this suit come from? Who the fuck are these kids that she's saying mm-hmm. are hers? What that? What was Westview? So I can understand that, but at the same time, it's like their shows—they're awesome. Like I feel like like Loki really got us, got me hyped for the multiverse saga. But like it introduced us to Kang. So yeah, I mean, I feel like, but so basically saying this whole thing is a shit show. But the fact that Kevin Feige is supporting them. Just goes to show that, yeah, because because like you think, yeah, he is the president of Marvel Studios, and you think he could come to a deal, but the fact is, he's not the one to make that to make the deal. It's Bob Iger, and 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 also the oh. other big corporations like like Warner Brothers, Paramount, Sony, Universal, yeah, yeah Illumination, DreamWorks, Blue Sky, all the all these studios. It's actually like Blue Sky. Sky. It was already shut down in twenty twenty one. I completely forgot about that. Oh yeah, that's right. They did, and then Disney acquired it. And what's even work. worse? What's even worse is about movie. the like now that the actors have gone on strike. I've heard that that a lot that a lot of the actors have walked out on their premieres 
Like, for example, take the cast of Oppenheimer. They walked out on their premiere to support to support the strike. I heard about that. And I also heard, like, Sholo Mady Duena, best known as Miguel Diaz in Cobra Kai, who's, who's starring, who's the lead in the upcoming Blue Beetle movie, has flat out said he is not promoting the movie at all. Even though he said, like, this is like the, even though it's like a dream of come true, he's not promoting it to support the actors. Like, he's not showing it up to the premiere. He's not going to promote it. So basically saying, yeah, that movie's going to flop. Yeah. Well, even though uh, it looks really well, good, though, I'm not going to lie. Man, Hollywood being salty right now. Yeah. I guess, I, all I, can say, I guess all I can say to this is, down here, salt is a way of life. Yep, yeah, or do better, Hollywood. Honestly, because, like, this yes. whole waiting it out, that is a fucked up thing to do. Honestly, like, like yeah, sure, that'll get things back on track quicker. But no, because con- content's going to be affected now for, like, the second time in less than five years. COVID happened, 2020, 2021, co- content was affected. That's why everything felt like it was coming out and cannibalizing each other because shit wasn't coming out and kept getting delayed. The same thing's going to happen again now with, the, with these strikes. Like, so that means things are either going to come out and they're going to be half-assed and cannibalized, or they're going to be fine, and but they're going to be delayed. And you have to wait a long time. Like, like I wouldn't be surprised if Marvel Studios delays Loki season two, and then they give Echo a weekly release. Because if for those of you who don't know, Echo is coming out November 29th. Well, as of right now, and every single episode is coming out. I wouldn't be surprised if they give it a weekly release so they just have something to fill time. Because I have a feeling the, the Marvels is 50-50 getting delayed, I'd say, right now. But after that, like, but like, like we like we don't know what's happening. So yeah, yeah. Hollywood, we support the the writers and the actors. That's all I can say. Yeah, and also Hollywood, if you're if you're listening to us right now, and we hope you do. From all of us here at the Marvel Men Podcast, we urge all of you, and we mean all of you, to do better. Honestly, yeah. And this is why we're supporting the writer's strike and the screen actor's strike as we speak. Yeah, we don't care if we have to wait until... If if we have to wait another, like, five years to see Avengers Secret Wars and Avengers Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars, we don't care if the multiverse saga takes longer. If anything, we'd prefer that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because here's the thing. These actors and writers, hell, even the directors for that matter, and also composers... I've said it before, and I'll say it again. They deserve to get fucking paid. Fairly. With a fair wage. Okay. I agree. So I think at this point, I think this will be now be a good time to like segue into the second part of this episode, which is Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's jump into this before we lose. Yeah, because I feel like we're getting a little before we lose our heads. Yeah, yeah. I feel like like, my, my blood is boiling. Honestly, yeah, because yeah, because yeah, at this point now I'm starting to run on fumes. Same, and I don't want to start any toxic gossip trains. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Anyways, let's yeah, get to let's, it. Let's go to something better. Secret Invasion, season one, episode four, titled "Beloved." This was the shortest episode of the show. Actually, it was only like a half an hour. Thirty-seven ep- Thirty-seven minutes. Oh, thank you. Damn. And I have to say. By far, my favorite episode of the, of the show so far. So far. I mean, that could change because we still have two episodes left. We're now two-thirds mm-hmm. of the way into this. Oh, so, my God. This this is going to be good now. Let's get into it, shall we? Because 
we got we got we got lots to talk about in this episode. Let's just say, thank God we we're all right. Gaia is not dead. Because first of all, one, if you looked at the trailer, there were a lot of scenes of Gaia in the trailer that did not happen yet. Oh, and by the way, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the latest episode of Secret Invasion. Oh yeah, spoilers. Disney Plus. Spoiler alert. Back to this recording. I know, we're like, we're recording this on July 16th. The episode came out on like the Wednesday before this. So at this point, you had enough time. It's, yeah. it, it's so, summer. Yeah. So, so I'm just giving it out for those who haven't watched it yet. But anyways. True point. If you haven't seen it, spoilers. I just spoiled something. We're gonna get we're gonna be talking all spoilers. If you couldn't tell already. Yep. So yeah, Gaia was alive all this time. And how was she well, and how was she able to survive being shot? Hmm. Because could it be, could it be a certain something from Iron Man three? I don't know, Zach. What do you think? Yeah, probably a certain machine that Gravik used on himself to heal being stabbed in the hand by a knife. Probably. Yep, she is now a Super Scroll too. Yeah. She is also a super scroll now because she took she because before she left the the base she turned on the the machine, put on it put an extremis went inside and gave herself the extremis powers. So now she is a super scroll as well, which now makes me wonder too, because we know basically like we said before, super scroll is a combination of the Fantastic Four, but this is like a different version because it's extremis, Groot, Call Obsidian, and, and Frost Beast, Frost Giants. Do you get all the powers at once by stepping in there, or does it have to be done one at a time? Because Gaia just typed in Extremis, and that's all we see on the monitor when she gets in the machine. And But then towards the end of the episode, we see Gravik using the Groot power. So he's used powers, parody powers of, because we're saying parody because we have not met the Fantastic Four, so they have to sub this in for now Mr. Fantastic or Groot, and now Human Torch or Extremis. So basically saying he now has half of the Fantastic Four powers that we've seen so far. And so, so does Gaia. She has a quarter. She is fucking alive. But also, we find out that the person calling Vara at the end of last episode was Rhodey. Wait. Wait, what? Or, or, or is it Rhodey? Because we finally got the confirmation that this isn't Rhodey. This is a scroll. Brody was a scroll in we fucking disguise. But also, here's another thing, too. Something I, I'm surprised I didn't even notice. In both Falcon and the Winter Soldier and... That's what we're looking for. And this show, Secret Invasion. But also even at Tony's funeral in Endgame. If you notice, Rhodey does not have the robotic, like, pants on. Or I'm just going to call them. I'm just going to call them, like, robotic leg braces. But he doesn't have those leg braces on to help him walk. Because he was crippled in Civil War. So he like he doesn't have those on. So that, that should have been our first red flag that this was a scroll, because he didn't have them on. Because in Infinity War and Civil War and Endgame as well, for the beginning parts, he had like the metal leg braces on over his pants to help him walk. So basically saying now he doesn't have them on. I'm surprised I didn't even notice this when Fal- two years ago when Falcon and the Winter Soldier was coming out. But he didn't have them on. So that should have been our first clue that, that that this was a scroll or that this wasn't Rhodey. Yeah, and also here's another hint. From when he was talking to Sam and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, he said, "It's a new day, brother." 
So mm-hmm. clearly that he had that could, all then. I think that might have been a second red flag, guys. Also, too, but because like we even figured out with him calling him Nick in like the second episode when he quote unquote, when he fired him. Another, Another red too. flag. But here's actually a theory going around, which I'd say I don't know how I feel if this ends up being true. But because Marvel Studios has said Rhodey, like Rhodey and the scroll the scrolls pretending to be Rhodey for a lot longer than we all think he was. Like what like we're thinking like endgame. Or, or like at some point after shortly after Endgame is when the switch happened. The real roadie is captured, which I'm praying God this is the case. But the theory going around is that in Captain America: Civil War, like when Rhodey got injured, because remember he was in the air, he accidentally got shot by Vision's beam when he was aiming for for the ship for the Quinjet, and like he got shot by, he fell to the ground. Was that so crippled him? But the theory going around is that he wasn't crippled; he died. And then the next scene we see Rhodey, the, the scroll swap places with him because we know Fury has connections, thanks to the scrolls all over the world. So the theory is that after, right after Rhodey was quote unquote injured, or at this point, theory now says died, the scroll took his place, and that's who we've been seeing. But then here's the big question: How's that going to affect Armor Wars? That's the thing too. I feel like if that ends up being the case and Rhodey's dead, then Armor Wars is not going to do nearly as well. Because we're thinking, oh, it's a scroll. Fuck. But also, it definitely seems like Gaia is back with Talos. She definitely wants to be... So, here's the thing, though. So, when they defeat Gravit, could they have Gaia become Super Scroll as well? Like, with all the four of the powers? And be, like, it's sort of like an anti-hero fighting alongside everyone? Hmm. I mean, like, I'd love to see her meet the Fantastic Four. So, I'm just like, she helped fight Kang? And potentially Doctor Doom if they end up going the comic accurate Secret Wars route. I mean, at this point now, who knows? I feel like if you have Amelia Clark you, like that. Like you don't want to waste her talent. Like you don't want to pull a solo. When I say solo, I mean solo the movie, the Star Wars. Oh movie, yeah. And waste that like, you don't want to waste her talent. Like she was freaking Daenerys Targaryen for, for Christ's sake. She's a very talented actress. Oh yes, exactly. And and not gonna lie. From what I've heard of in the final season of Game of Thrones, what the fuck were the creators thinking? Yeah, I heard like the like the second, like the third to last episode and the second to last episode were amazing, but then the finale sucked. That's what I heard. I've never seen Game of Thrones in its entirety. I've actually never seen a full episode, but I'm familiar with it. Hell, yeah. even, hell, and I will say this: when I was watching uh, Zach's review on on the final season, summed it up perfectly. Yep. I guess you saw my review that was like four years old. And it's and it sums up perfectly to this day. Yeah. Anyways, getting back on the rails here. And so one thing I do want to mention, because basically Vara decides not to kill Fury, so it's all like being his beloved, so they say another thing. We like we find out more about the person Priscilla who who took whose place she took. So we're so get ready for this. So she said that she knew Priscilla, the, the real Priscilla, and like was with her till she died. Apparently, she was like a doctor, but she hid it. No, no. What does that sound familiar? Some a good a, a person helping people that hid having a deadly illness. Also, mm-hmm. it sounds like this sounds like I'm trying to post something. Out. I'm not saying Chadwick, we love you. Yeah, we we miss you every day, man. Wakanda forever. Yep. Rest in peace, King T'Challa. 
rest in power. But basically, mm-hmm. yeah, so then when she died, she asked Priscilla, not Priscilla, but Priscilla asked Vara to take her place. And we found out that Priscilla's full name is Priscilla Davis. Davis, <laughs> who else has the name Davis? Aaron Davis, a.k.a. the Prowler, and his brother Jefferson Davis, the father of Miles Morales. Could the real Priscilla Davis have been related to them? Could <gasps> she have been like their sister or her or their cousin? Legas? That like, like, like we're seeing so many Miles Morales hint Easter eggs in the MCU ever since Spider-Man Homecoming. It's insane. Even Spider-Man No Way Home, Miles is, is Peter's neighbor, we find out. And like the Spanish dub, you can hear like a, someone say Miles go to bed in that scene when Peter's in his apartment. So although, wouldn't that, although wouldn't that be on Sony's part to announce another MCU Spider-Man film? Well, they did announce a Miles Morales movie, but they said it's not connected to the MCU, which I'd say big mistake. Like, the MCU has been setting up Miles so perfectly. Like, have him debut in Spider-Man 4. Like, I know this is copying off Marvel's Spider-Man, the video game, but I don't care. Have him debut in Spider-Man 4. Then have a then have him get his powers by the end of the movie. He has them. Post-credit scene with the Prowler. Because they confirmed, also, that the Prowler we saw in the live-action sequence in Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, played by Donald Glover, was the MCU Prowler on Earth-616. And but of course, but of course, Miguel is still thinking that it's Earth nineteen ninety nine nine nine. But even Amon Vellani is stating that it's Earth nineteen ninety nine nine nine. Well, the one keep in mind the the multiverse is infinite, meaning there's infinite versions of the MCU that have events happen exactly the same with one small difference. Hence, why it's a multiverse; it's infinite. So I'm saying, exactly. so I'm saying, Earth one nine 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 is essentially just a similar Earth to Earth six one six, because they flat out said in Multiverse of Madness that that the MCU Earth is Earth 616. It doesn't get more concrete than that. Yep. So anyways, getting back on the rails here. Uh so Gravik, of course, is initiating his his uh, his dastardly plan once again. Only this and time he's mat he and he and a couple of his goons are masquerading as Russians. Yep. Like they were doing the oh yeah I'm sorry. Because they're he's trying to start world World War Three. Which also, too, which Fury and Talos, they make up. Yay, buddy buddies, all that stuff. When you say, Fury, you need me, or something like that. He actually says it. And here's here's another big thing. When Fury was talking to uh, to Skrull Rhodey, here's here's the big thing. He poured a liquid tracker in Skrull Rhodey's drink. That's right, I forgot about that. So he can track him. Because at this point, I think Fury knows he's a scroll. Because he said in episode three, nobody calls me Nick. So basically saying, he fly- I think in that moment, when Rhodey, quote unquote, fired, when Rhodey fired him, that's when I think he, he, he basically, that's when I think he figured it out. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, but it got even worse from there. As Gravik starts shooting up everything. Yep. And- President Ritz. Dermot Mulroney's character, President Ritson, he gets hit. He gets caught in the crossfire. Oh no, because he's basically trying to see like like the Russians is hacking a U.S. the U.S. president, and then Talos jumps in the way. Yeah, Talos jumps in, and smashes the car, but all of a sudden he gets shot by Gravik, who was pretending yeah. to be a U.S. guard helping him. And then Fury's like, no, don't you dare. And then it was Gravik. He uses the polymorphing power, the Groot power, 
this episode was action packed. Like the like that action sequence, I think took up half of the episode. Oh yeah, definitely. And then like when he shoots tails, mm-hmm. you yeah. notice he was in his human form. It was sort of like before he was like dead. He was like as he was dying, he was like glitching out in sense of like half human, half scroll form. That is so weird. Oh my god, you're right. So I guess that indicates maybe that I guess if a scroll is like back and forth like that, that means they're not dead, but they're dying, but they still could be saved potentially. Talos fucking dies. But oh, no, assuming that was Talos and that wasn't a scroll pretending to be Talos. So that was actually not- him. I know we don't know that for sure, but I think it was. Because oh, I'm just saying, well, then again, Gaia is back with Talos. She could have done the extremist thing to him too, but I feel like it's stupid to do that. That twist two episodes in a row. Um, yeah, I mean, but, died, but, still though, I mean but I think Gaia is now looking for revenge. Oh yeah, this is this point. This is what's motivating Gaia because she's lost both of her parents now. She lost Soren, and she lost Talos. Talos. Man, yeah. I mean, I like Talos. I'm like, no. I know, right? I'm assuming that was Talos. I'm sure you. That's the one thing about this show. I don't know who is who. I don't know who's a scroll, who wasn't a scroll. If a switch happened, I don't know who the fuck is who. And it's confusing me. I'm so fucking confused. What what kind of crazy ass shit is going on here? (laughs) Anyways, um, other than that, um, how shall we rate this episode? Ooh. I give it a nine out of ten. Definitely a nine 8. out of 5. Eight point five for you, Zach. Yes. Nice. Yep. Nine out of ten for me. But I got. I give it a nine you. out of ten. I think this is this episode had a lot more action in it, and honestly, like I know, like a lot of like I've been defending the first three episodes for being dialogue driven, and I agree that is important. But say. Oh, yeah. This is one of the things of a slow build and waiting it out because it's worth it. And I can agree it is worth it. Like Avengers Endgame is three hours and two minutes. Yeah, it's a bit of a slow build, but it's worth it when you get to the final battle. Exactly. Who so knows? Think, what- like, well, like, I think the action is just getting started. I cannot wait to see how this wraps up. Gravik now apparently has two powers in the Fantastic Four. He may have them all. I don't know. Same thing with Gaia. We know she has at least one. But I think Gaia is going to become, once they defeat Gravik, she's going to become the main Super Scroll. Probably. Kind of like, yeah, I feel like that's going to happen. But wow, this was, this is a very good episode. I'd say the best episode so far, but yeah. we have to who see knows what the what last the final two ep- Who knows what the final two episodes will entail, but then again. Oh, everybody who filmed it. <laughs> yep. Who knows what's going to happen, but uh, I but I don't know about you boys, but I think that kind of wraps up uh, everything about today. Yep. So Zach, would you do the honors? Yep. Okay. Zach, take us out, brother. Well, that's it for this podcast. Make sure to follow us on Spotify and Instagram. And we'll be working our Discord as soon as possible. Yeah, yes. As soon as you hear an announcement from that. Yep. But anyways, um, until next time, we are the Marvel Men, and we will be seeing you you on this side of the multiverse. Ciao. Okay.